This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to remember the last time you made an NBA bet on this show. Someone between us, and I recommend you, since I'm talking right now, someone has to bet on the NBA. Why not you? Why not now? Why not during this? Why not you? Because why not you, Jenks? Ah, no, 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 no. We don't want to do that. You're the, I'm just a, I'm a simple man who bets first five in baseball and likes little stick and puck. I'm handing the NBA to you and PJ. And I think you should go ahead and go out on a limb. You're 2-0 this week. You can afford it. Why not? But the game's not even tonight. Like I still have some time to make my decision. And here's the thing. I had pretty strong feelings on both the first game and the second game of the series. Yeah. But I don't have a strong read, I feel like, on this third game. Because first game, it felt like a tough spot for Miami coming off a of game seven, then having to go to the Mile High City where the Nuggets had all this time to prepare. And then in game two, it felt like, well, if the Heat only got to the free throw line twice, one would think they can maybe keep it a little closer. But that game was on Sunday. So, like, I didn't want to put in a bet on our show on Friday morning for a bet on Sunday because, you know, all sorts of chaos can unfold. So that's kind of the reason why I didn't bet on that one. But I don't know. This game three seems a little bit more perplexing to me. I agree. Well, also because I did not anticipate the Heat looking as good as they did in game two. I did not anticipate them stealing home court advantage. I did not anticipate Mike Malone just being completely frustrated with his team and wondering what in the hell they're doing. He didn't like the way they played in game one, didn't like the way they played in game two. So what does that mean for game three tomorrow night? Let's find out and bring in the host of Send It In. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Props. Jackson, Jackson himself. Look at him. Back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's PJ Glasser. Let's bring him in, our good friend PJ Glasser, host of Send It In every weekday on the BetQL Network at 1.30 in the East. PJ, good morning to you, and I couldn't get Chelsea to do it. I tried. I tried to put the peer pressure on, but I know you've been looking at the NBA Finals, so 
How are you approaching game three based on what you've seen in the first two games in the NBA Finals? This is a tough game to handicap, guys, and I'm kind of with Chelsea that, you know, game one, Nuggets, you kind of felt were the right side. They they were coming off a sweep. The Heat were coming off a seven-game series. They had the rest advantage being at home. Game two, Miami's been so good on the road this postseason. They've been on the road in the first two games of every series that they've played. gotten one game, and they got one game in the NBA Finals. And if history repeats itself, they're 3-0 in these game threes. When they come back home, they've won all of them against Milwaukee, against New York, against Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's a tough spot. And, you know, I try not to overreact to one game. And this is what people do, especially when there's only one game. We have a long layoff. The media, the perception around a series now all of a sudden is, can Miami, can they make this a series? Can they take this to six, seven games? Can they potentially win this? After game one, it was, oh, is Denver going to sweep them? Is it going to be a gentleman sweep? So this is tough. I, I would just play Miami in the first half, plus one and a half. That's what I like. I think they come out of the gates hot. I, I think they play well at home in front of their home crowd. And then I think in the second half, Denver takes over a little bit. They have a big third quarter. And uh, I think they win the game. I'm just looking at the Heat in the first half. I do like Jokic triple-double. I think there has been too much of an overreaction. It was minus 140 in game two. Now it's plus 120 here in game three. I I just think that that 60 60 cents is too much of an overreaction. So I like the Jokic triple-double, and I like Miami in the first half. Yeah, I saw where his assist is back down to nine and a half. Like, it's pretty juicy. But still, one would think the role players would be a little bit better. Looking at you, Michael Porter Jr., there's no way he should only have five points when he has such a size advantage over most of the players on the Miami Heat. I know you talked about Nikola Jokic, but is there another player that you kind of are interested to see what they do? Is there another player that has a prop you like? Who else do you think is an X factor in game three? Yeah, Chelsea, I like Max Struess in Game 3. He's jacked up 10 three-pointers in Game 1 and Game 2. So clearly, whatever game plan the Nuggets are throwing out there, Struess is getting looks. And unlike more Michael Porter Jr., what I like about Struess's looks is that they're in rhythm, they're open, they're coming in the offensive sets. Michael Porter, it just seems like he knows Jokic and Murray are going to take 60% of the shots that the Nuggets throw up. And whenever he gets his hands on the ball, he's just going to jack up a three-pointer. It's not in rhythm. It's kind of maybe getting in his head a little bit right now. I think he's like three for 20 from downtown in this series. So I like Struess. I love what he said at the end of the first quarter in game two, Lisa Salters was like, Max, you know, you were 0 for 10 in game one. You've already shot like five or six threes here at the end of the first quarter. He's like, I'm a shooter. I'm going to keep shooting. That's what he did. That's what I think he's going to continue to do. So his points prop is at nine and a half minus 120. His three pointer prop is two and a half and the, to- and the over is juiced to plus 145. So you're getting some nice plus money there. For, again, the volume, if he continues to shoot like nine, ten three-pointers a game, Struess is a guy that uh, that I would look at in game three. We're talking with P.J. Glasser, host of Send It In, every weekday at 1.30 in the East. You can check it out on the BetQL app, on Twitch and YouTube as well. Okay, P.J., let me ask you before we move on to hockey, because we've discussed the, the, the mental aspect of heat and nuggets, and I know you've heard it, heat culture. Heat culture, heat culture. But is that a factor in that 
and, and maybe this is an oversimplification, but the Nuggets know they have the better team. The odds bear that out. The Heat shouldn't be here. The Heat have zero to lose, zero to lose. And when you hear Mike Malone talk about his team not playing well in the first couple games, is there a potential that the Nuggets are feeling a pressure that the Heat don't have to worry about? It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think they are, Jenks. And we were talking, yeah. I was filling in on BetMGM tonight, last night, and we, we were kind of talking about that. You know, Denver, it feels like this is the first time all postseason we're going into a game and there's kind of some uncertainty around the Nuggets. You know, coming into the finals, everybody pretty much thought they were the best team in the NBA. Even when Phoenix tied up their series against Denver 2-2, Durant and Booker just went crazy in those two home games back in Phoenix, and Denver's so good at home. You figured they'd kind of they'd figure it out, and they did. But coming into this game, it, it just feels like with how good Miami has been this postseason in these underdog roles and the fact that we've seen this story so many times and they, they, here they go again, they win a game on the road as a big dog and now they're coming back home. It just feels like for the first time it, this postseason, we head into a game and kind of we're worried about Denver and what are they going to look like and kind of they need to show us something. So that's why this game three for me, I just want to sit back and watch it. Maybe I get involved live with it. You know, maybe you can get either one of these teams at like plus seven and a half, plus eight and a half, get some more value. I'd like something over two possessions maybe. But yeah, Jenks, I think it's a great point because uh, that's part of the handicap for me is just not knowing kind of what I'm going to get out of Denver. How are they going to respond? They're obviously huge favorites coming into this series. They were huge favorites after game one, but now Miami beat them. And now this is a series they've won on the road. So how are they going to respond? And uh, I think it's a great point. And it's part of the reason that I'm just kind of staying away from the side in game three. All right, so let's talk a little baseball. Looks like you got to play on the Brewers and the Orioles game. We've got the O's. Even money in this one. Are you going to be on the O's today, PJ? I am, Chelsea. I am. Best road team in baseball. This is what they do. They had the day off yesterday after coming from San Francisco while the Brewers had to play. So I like the fact the O's have been waiting around. I like the fact that they're underdogs. They're usually really good in those roles. Kyle Gibson's been pitching great for him lately. He's on the mound today, 7-3 with a 3.89 ERA. So, uh, yeah, I like the O's. You know, they've just been great at home this season. I think Gunnar Henderson's going to be back in the lineup today. He had to leave the game on Sunday with some back tightness, but there haven't been 
any news that like he's out on the DL or anything like that. So hopefully he's back. But uh, I like the O's. They're so good in these series openers. First games of series. They've been excellent. They've won their last three games in which Gibson has started. So give me the O's today uh, on the money line. That's already moved. It opened like Brewers minus 135. Now they're down to minus 120. I think people are going to continue to bet the O's. I think that's going to drop. So I would get that at even money while you still can. PJ, got to talk a little stick and puck. What a dominant performance from the Knights last night, winning 7-2 in Vegas. Now the series shifting back to sunrise on Thursday with the Panthers, I believe a small minus 120 favorite on the money line at BetMGM with the Knights at even money. Las Vegas looks great, but the Panthers have been in this situation before and rallied earlier in the postseason. What do you think is going to happen in game three? Jenks, I love Florida, and I really like the under in this game as well. But the Panthers are the side for me, minus 120. And this is when I love the Stanley Cup playoffs right here, is when it looks like one team has momentum, when it looks like one team is clearly dominating the series and people are starting to question a team, that's when you back them. When it looks like there's momentum for one side, you zigzag to the other side. So Florida season's on the line. Their backs are against the wall. You can't go down 0-3. You got to give Vegas credit. They were fantastic last night. But Borofsky got pulled, which I almost like. A veteran goaltender like him who had been so hot, I think almost like a reality check kind of to get pulled. You bounce back. That Panthers building is going to be rocking. Uh, So I like Florida to bounce back minus 120. And I like the under two. I don't know if it necessarily correlates, but we've had two overs in this series and Vegas has obviously won both games. I think Florida wins, and I think the under hits because I think Bobrovsky is going to have to turn back into the guy that we were seeing in that Hurricane yeah. series. So uh, maybe maybe parlay the two a little under with Florida, but I, I do like the Panthers to win game three. All right, PJ, two-minute drill. Only a couple of minutes left, but we know that you can keep up the tempo, as you do on your show. Send it in. Uh, so golf plays for this weekend. What you got? All right, Chelsea, RBC Canadian Open this week. So it's the week before the U.S. Open, so the field isn't the best maybe as they would like. What's tough about this week is it's the first time that they're playing this course, Oakdale Country Club. So obviously you can't really go off of course history and stuff like that. I'm just taking the best guy in the field in Terrell Hatton. Rory McIlroy is the favorite, but Hatton's actually playing the best golf, and the dude's been rock solid this season. Nine top 20s, four top 10s in his last 12 starts. He's been super consistent, so I would take a shot at him at 11-1. to I also like Justin Rose this week. This course, what it looks like, it's going to be all about wedge play and putting. And you combine those two, and I don't know if there's a better guy in the field than Justin Rose. Plus, I don't know if you guys saw, but Rose Zhang won uh, on the LPGA Tour in her first career pro event. So why not keep the Rose thing going, right? We had Rose on the women's side. Let's have Rose on the men's side and, uh, and keep it going. So those are the two I would look at, Terrell Hatton and Justin Rose this week. He is the host of Send It In every weekday at 1.30 in the East here on the BetQL Network, and you can hear him all across the network at various times during the week as well. It is PJ Glasser. PJ, always a pleasure talking to you, and good luck in your bets. Thanks, guys. You too. Good seeing you. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.